What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the Plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Check, one, two, one, two. Check, check. And you are listening to another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL Auburn 91.1 FM. Uh, 8.06, six minutes late. No big deal. Person who was going in front of us ran over time. Uh, not a big deal though. We're gonna we're gonna let him live today. Yeah. So uh, we we're not gonna send the the dogs after him. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be nice. Uh, we're gonna let him live today. Kind of like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a mob movie where they just decided to not kill someone. But mm, <clears throat> who I'd, knows? Yeah, I don't know because most times when the mob wants somebody, uh, kind of like how Lighty McQueen pushed the king to the finish line in the movie instead of just winning. So like we could have just won, but we decided we'll let her. Yeah, she can go. Over. Yeah, but uh, I said don't worry about it. Yeah, so don't worry about. How it. was your week? Good week. Um, week. What did I do last week? I had a pretty busy week. Week weekend. Weekend today. Play some, play you know, some golf. Gaff went back home, play some golf with the old Padre. I wish I could play some golf. Um, did not play well at all. I don't. Um, I think like if you if you go out and golf and you do play well, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to not play well. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole point of golf is to play bad. So you get because if you're you too a, good at golf, like what else are you gonna do in life? Yeah, like uh, I only got to hit 72 strokes today instead of 110. Yeah. That's not that fun. Yeah, extra practice. Yeah, I, I'm getting the most out of my $40 I paid for yeah. this round. $40 that my dad paid for this round. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have so many strokes, I'm getting every penny worth. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like that. That's my new, that's going to be my new approach. Be like, you think I'm going to try to go low, like under par? Um, No. No, what's the Are, you, are you taking money off if I go under par? We're not pros. Yeah. Just trying uh, to get extra practice. Um, But... What did I do today? I had class today, and then pretty much chilled. Yeah, um, I had to re- write a resume. Yeah, uh, or like fix mine. That stinks. Or critique it, you know, because I gotta go to a career fair tomorrow, and I'm not looking forward to it. What uh, what interviews do you have lined up or whatever? Or do no, you- I don't have any interviews lined up. Hopefully, the career fair, like I get interviews mm. lined up after the career fair. Just, you know, go meet some companies. Be like, hey. Uh, I do a sick podcast. I I I'm looking for uh, I'm gonna like. To me, I feel like I'm like walking in to a uh, to like a gunfight with a knife. Cause we're gonna be like, um, be like, can you hire me for marketing? And we're gonna be like, what's what's your experience? Um, I talk about sports a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I market sports. Um, I run an Instagram page. It's Egan.83. I run uh uh I market market these nuts. <laughs> Got them! Got him and then just walk out. They'll definitely hire you. I think I think they'll just send a contract my way. I'll just be like, you you know where to find me. Yeah, I agree. But, I, uh, I would hire you personally. Yeah, this has been like the most like stressful week of like my college career just because like I'm so nervous about this career fair. 
breaking news. Uh, Bailey Zappi has replaced Mac Jones at quarterback. Let's go! It's Zappi time. It is Zappi time. Zappi, Zappi, Zappi. I love that. Uh, me. I do like Mac Jones. Good guy. Uh, but, yeah, Bailey Zappi. It's just like, this is the, um, I think Patriots, the Patriots plan this. They draft first-round QBs to then, in a couple of years or a year later, bring in the, like, fifth or fifth-round guy. Like, yeah. Drew Bledsoe, first-round pick, just just set that up a few years in advance so when they brought in Brady, the fifth-rounder, they knew he was going to take over. Yeah. It's like how they're like, all right, we're going to set this up. Drafted Mac Jones, first round. We're going to make everyone think that's our guy. And then next year, that Zappy dude, fourth round, we're going to get him. Yeah. And he's going to be our next Tom Brady. Yep. And Bailey Zappy, that's almost my name. So, like, I'm pretty much the Patriots kind of, just, Bailey, Riley, similar. Yeah, both ends in e, EYs, and we both have last names that have two Ps and start with a Z. Really? Um, I think, I think uh, according to, like, English and grammar, the E should be silent. So it should just be Bailey Zapp. Like yeah, Zapp. That's, yeah, that's very close. But I, I have no idea. So don't. Don't quote me on that one, but yeah, if you I just, always knew, you know, like, there's a vowel, and then there's two constants, and then another vowel. So, like, how is that last vowel going to be, you know, pronounced? You, That's a Who great knows? point. That's, yeah, so I'm pretty much the starting quarterback for the Patriots now. Um, it's pretty um, cool. I love playing in Gillette. It was a dream of mine ever since I was, like, five. Um, Belichick, the culture he's created here, just I fit right in. Yeah. Uh, um, it's just I'm that type of guy. Yeah, I don't really like to talk that much. Um, I'm uh, actually, this is, uh, this is over. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and walks away. In the meantime, we are going to be playing the Beatles. In the meantime, uh, we're going to interview, um, Steve Belichick. We're going to go, we're going to check in on where Odell Beckham's going to sign next for the fourth time today. Yeah. So what is up with him? Um, I think they said he's going to the, the chief, everyone says the Chiefs now. I mean, the Chiefs are doing something, obviously. They just restructured uh, Kelsey's contract for this year to open up $3 million, uh, $3 million like for this year. Uh, and obviously they did it. The trade deadline is ne- this week. Is it already? I think it's this week or next. Oh, man, and the season's flying by. I th- and a lot of people are saying that they freed up that $3 mil to go sign Odell or make trade, but... Most people are saying they're going to sign Odell. But as we just saw, you know, they don't need it. Team chemistry is at an all-time high. Yeah, according to uh, Juju. According to Juju Smith-Schuster, their newfound team chemistry comes from a Call of Duty Warzone match where Mahomes, Kelsey, MVS, and Juju all play together on a Battle Royale team, and they won three times in a row. Yeah. So they're basically pro. They're pro athletes and pro esports athletes. Listen, okay, the Colts. You you might have beat us on the field. Up on Warzone. Okay? Yeah, yeah. See, I, I got see my us guys. in a private match. See if see us in a private match. I got my four. You you bring whatever you want, and we'll win. Speaking of Colts, tough scene for my boy Matty Ice. And I'm actually kind of mad because I don't think it's Matt Ryan's fault. It's it never has been, but I think he's hurt. He surely has to be hurt. Well, he is just getting murdered. Every single. Well, we'll talk about it when we get to the. Well, we can we can talk about it for the rest of this segment and then bring it back up in the NFL news. You know. I feel bad. I feel bad just because um, Matt Ryan's the most unappreciated quarterback. He went there to like. He went there to obviously probably end his career. He's an old guy, and he thought this was going to be a great winning opportunity, and it has been the complete opposite. He has been just. 
beaten and battered every play. Yeah, the Colts. The only the race. only starting lineup, the only starting lineman that's uh, still starting is Quentin Nelson. So, back which up, he's good. Which he is really good, but he's just not playing like good. Like I think he's kind of like he, his mojo's gone because he's like, all right, we're bad. I mean, guy next to me, guy to my left, guy to my right, both backups. Practice squad guys. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to block, and then I turn around, and Matt Ryan is folded into a pretzel on the ground. Yeah. Maybe Sam Ellinger, you know, he's more mobile than Matt Ryan. I'm not saying the Colts will do better without Matt Ryan, but it'll be interesting. Could they be uh, just tanking? Like, we're let's just let the young guy get beat up and not the old dude. Yeah. I mean, Victor Victor can be really good. Like, so. Victor went by him. It would be a 7-4 quarterback. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen a guy. No. A 7-4 quarterback. 7-4 Durant. Yeah, that's he, what it should be. There's <laughs> his new comparison is seven four Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Seven four Matty Ice. But yeah, I wonder if the Colts are just like, well, I mean, Matt Ryan's gonna literally die, so let's just put in the young guy and hopefully he doesn't die. Yeah, and we'll see how it goes. Sam Ellinger is a gritty guy. They're also, they're battling injuries. Uh, JT Jonathan Taylor has been like hit or miss. Kind of like he's kind of doing having a Julio Jones season. Where he plays, and then he has like an ankle problem that no one ever really comes out and says what it is. It's just yeah. ankle soreness, and he misses a game, and he comes back the next week. And but this is this year he missed his first game ever, like middle school, high school, college, first game really? ever. Yeah, which is crazy because he played all four years at Wisconsin and like the most brutal position. Yeah, running back and Wisconsin. He was like they run the ball. Yeah, like what. 25 to 30 carries a game at least. You know what's crazy is that he, I think, was an aerospace engineering major or something like that. Like, he's... It makes sense. It, he has, yeah, like, a super high ACT score. Like, he's a really smart guy, but he also plays running back. So, like, I feel like if you're that smart, like you would counter, find another position. Counterintuitive. Yeah. It's like, I'm smart, but I'm gonna I'm trying to not be smart. Yeah. So, everyone <laughs> hit me in the head. Yeah, he needs to be... Ner- he's trying to nerf himself. <laughs> By playing running back. Yeah, he's trying to he's – he's like, I want I, – I admire Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I want CTE to go insane. Yeah. Uh, well, short little segment there. Short little segment. Got to go to the PSAs, and then uh, we'll be back around. Back with the adverse errands. Or the abysmal errands. The atrocious errands. The – I can't say that word. Uh, the <laughs> awful errands. <laughs> the Aaron errands. The – AA Rons and and uh need to go to AA. Yeah, something. <laughs> Who knows? All right, we'll be back. The dynasty's back. The dynasty's back. The dynasty's back. Barry Zappi just threw a touchdown. Woo! <laughs> that is how you come back to tough Patriots scenes. Patriots are back. Patriots and tough scenes are back. Uh, 90, you're, you're also listening 91.1. to 91.1. Uh, yeah, WGL yeah. FM 91. Yeah. And yeah, Dynasty's back, though. Uh, Belichick's back. Belichick is back. Um, I'm back. I'm, gl- I'm glad that uh, one of the games they could have used to get back was against the Browns. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. Pull up pull up the game. I'm. I, we got to watch this. We got to watch this. I will in a little bit. After this, uh, actually, I might not be able to. What? How do you pull up the game? Is it? It's on ESPN. Hold on. Oh, is it I on might ESPN? Be, I might be able to. Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, see if oh, you can get on ESPN. But uh, let's see. What's our first topic here? The adverse errands in New York. Uh, the Yankees are bad. It is um, awesome. 
Uh, well, actually, they're not even bad anymore. They're they're done. They got swept. By the, the baseball Astros. world is winning, uh, it, unless you're a Yankees fan, I guess. But yeah, so Yankees spend like the third most money in baseball, or the most. It's you know, there. one of those two, and uh, so with that huge, uh, that great team they assembled and all the money they spend uh, in the playoffs, they barely beat the seventy million dollar roster Guardians. <laughs> It also, on top of that, the youngest team in baseball. So they barely, not a big deal. Not a big deal. barely got through that team in five games. Had to, had to somehow make it rain. Yeah, had to somehow make it rain and cheat and have the MLB postpone it a day. Yes. So you could uh, have Nestor Cortez starting. How did that work out? Uh, not so good. Touchdown, Ramondre Stevenson on my fantasy team. Yeah. So basically, Patriots are back. Dynasty. Uh. Yeah, what are you what are you doing, New York? You you spend all this money to lose to get swept? Are you a are you a losing addict? Are you addicted to losing? I think are they you, might be addicted you? to losing because they I mean, all the teams because they they like to Aaron Boone. I think maybe not the Yankees players, but Aaron Boone is addicted to losing because he he's the king of coming up with new ways to win, or just like when there's glaring needs that need to be done. Like, move this guy from left field to shortstop because... Oh, you mean finding ways to lose. Yeah. he's He just loves to... So, Aaron Boone in the first series, um, basically basically this entire playoff series, like a run for the Yankees, he's made all of his moves uh, like a game or two late. Um, so, they started off with, I think his name's Oswaldo Cabrera who has been an infielder his entire life. A uh, really good infielder. Was signed to the Yankees as an infielder, but they didn't. their left fielder got injured, so they moved him back there. And he was horrible at left field. He let a bunch of just like little blue pits drop right in front of him. He is not a left fielder. And the Yankees kept him in for way too long. That move alone almost let the, uh, that move alone almost let the Guardians win. I, this is completely unrelated. I don't know my TV provider information. That is a problem I, when you're trying to watch the game. This, this is not cool. Carry on, though. Carry on. Yeah, okay. so basically Aaron Boone, and then he goes to – the way he uses his bullpen, I've never seen anyone do it like this. This guy brings in – in game two or three of – no, in game two – he just goes in and brings in a starting pitcher in the 10th. Uh, I guess he thought that that game was going to go really long, kind of like the Guardians and Tampa Bay Rays game went. But it didn't go that long. It went 10 innings because he gave up a bunch of runs, <laughs> and we came back. Uh, so that was a good move. And then he started the playoffs with Aaron Judge still at the leadoff spot, which anyone who has any job in baseball at all, uh, any guys on the TBS broadcast, any guys on the Fox Sports, ESPN, any baseball show said uh, he should not be the leadoff hitter. He finally changed that in, like, game four against the Guardians. Uh, so, safe to say, um, I don't know, I don't really think Aaron Boone made too many mistakes in this series against the Astros. I think they just got played out, Just they just got beat. Yeah. They were just, Astros were just better in, like, every aspect, aspect. of the game. Uh, the Yankees, I think, what did they have, like, Two hits, or not two hits, but it was something crazy low. 
like a low amount of hits in the entire series. They had a good amount of they had a good amount of uh I think it always so the Justin Verlander game, game one, he started out not so good and then his last two innings he was just insane. I think he struck out like nine of his last eleven. And then the Astros uh bullpen, obviously, if it's not the Guardians, Astros bullpen is the best bullpen probably in the league. They have so many relievers to come it's in. Best team. They have so many people to come in in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. And it's just on you. Just if you're not up, you're not going to become. You're not going to come back. Yeah. So and then yeah. So the Yankees hitters just could not get anything going. Uh, their best hitter was actually Harrison Bader. They their did, uh, center tra- fielder trade, trade trade deadline day. Uh, yeah. Acquisition. And so they God, finally moved. Say that. <laughs> they finally moved him up to. Uh, the leadoff spot yeah. in like game three. He's like, it's like three games too late, bro. Yeah. And Aaron Judge, um, I think his batting percentage for the playoffs is like point oh ninety seven or like one forty three or like something mm. just ridiculously low like that. And his, his only his only two hits, I think he had three hits all playoff, and two of them were against the Guardians. Uh, and then the Astros just hit. One through nine can all hit home runs. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure what the the Phillies. I don't want to say it's not fair but it, because the Yankees spend more money than the Astros, but, like, it doesn't even look like anyone's on the same playing field as that. I mean, they have not lost a game in the playoffs. Yeah, and then, of course, they get to bring in the Pena, who's a rookie. And, of course, their one rookie they have on their team is insane. Yeah, ALCS MVP. Yeah, about to be, like, rookie of the year. Yeah, impossible. Unless it's J-Rod. Probably will be Julio Rodriguez because he hit the most home runs. But, yeah. So, the Aarons did not have a good playoff showing in New York. And, I don't know, is Aaron Boone on the hot seat? Is he fired now? Uh, Possibly. I think he should He's be. He's been on the hot seat forever, it feels like. I feel like every year the Yankees fans just hate Aaron Boone. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want to say who else could they get because it's the Yankees. They could probably get anybody they want, but no one wants to deal with New York. Yeah, like the New York fans have created that, have created such just like a toxic culture of they they kind of like expect like we're gonna have the best team and we're gonna go lose and then we're gonna just like berate this team for the until the next season. Yeah, for losing. it's kind of like Philly but worse. Like they're they were booing Aaron Judge, and of course, yeah. If you hit sixty two home runs and you get to the playoffs and you just stop hitting the ball, obviously, like they're gonna be mad. But you can't boo the guy when he's in a contract year. Yeah, especially when he's like kind of. It's not the whole reason why you're in this position, but he's kind of your best player the whole year. And you know, some people can get in slumps. It's baseball. Yeah, and I mean, um, if, I don't like the booing, but it's Yankees fans. I wouldn't expect anything different. Yeah, and so he, yeah, Aaron Judge, I mean, it is safe to say Aaron Judge disappeared in playoffs. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Freddie would do back in back in the day with the Braves. I remember one year specifically. Yeah, sometimes so, the best players just kind of. I don't know oof. though, but so maybe Aaron Judge just you know. Fans booing him just had an atrocious playoff series. Maybe that'll make him want to leave. Aaron Judge to the Giants. That would be pretty cool. Going home. Just because, you know, Barry Bonds played at the Giants. That's the only reason why I feel like that would be, like, I don't care that he's going home, you know. Yeah. The only reason I would like that is just because 
If he was left-handed, it would be really cool. Did they retire Barry Bonds' number? Had to. Booger in my nose? I feel like it. A booger? That's what it feels like, but I can't find one. Um, I don't know. Probably. I mean, they would probably have to. I mean, actually, no. That that's a lot. You think they retire Aaron Judge's number if he goes to the Giants? Oh, because it's sixty-two. No, no. Dude, I no. It's just, it's just an all-time great sports moment. Whenever the Yankees lose, it is. It's it's like you almost just got beat by a seventy million dollar team last last year, destroyed by a team that cost the same as you. Yeah, they the Astros just effectively use their money. Yeah, they're just. Yeah, you're just giving out money to. Anybody like, to any yeah, to AAA guys. Yeah, Isaiah Kiner Falefa that you had to take out of the playoffs because he's so bad is making. He be, wasn't bad on the Rangers. He was bad with the Yankees, but he was like. He, well, they pulled him in the uh, in the Guardian series, and they didn't play him in this Astro series because he was playing so bad. He had so many errors. Yeah, I know, but it's as it happened when he went to the Yankees. He was not bad when he was on the Rangers. I'm telling you in. That con and his contract on the Guardians would be the biggest. That is crazy. And he didn't even play against the Guardians. That is crazy. So the Yankees are just not using their money. They um, never have, really. Yeah, I mean, and it's just the Yankees now have become like just uh, industrialized. You know, like pop culture has all the Yankees symbols on it. I mean, know? it's always been like that, but that's because they used to be good. People I mean, in the, like repeat. People in L.A. wearing like Yankees. Like bomber jackets, and you're like, name me a a player, and or, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want other than ball. Aaron Judge. Yeah, so the Yankees, you don't have real fans, okay? You just have these. <laughs> don't say that. They they you just have, have these guys. Fans. Hey, I don't boo my team. I love my team. Yeah. Even though I'm mad at them, real fan doesn't do that. No booing your team, uh, unless it's the Browns. Yeah, but they're used to that. The Browns are fully deserving of that. The Brown so. the Browns get booed when they're good. Well, I just love booing a team when they had like the third best record in baseball and are in the ALCS. Yeah, and they get swept. Did you see that the tickets price the ticket prices? Yeah, they dropped like three hundred something dollars. Yeah, to like twenty bucks. Yeah. That's it's, hilarious. It's like so you only like you only like will respect your team if you are winning championships. And they haven't won it's in, kind of like a weird they haven't won in thirteen years. It's like they, their expectations are so ridiculously high. Yeah. But, it, I mean, they should be for how much money they're spending. But at the same time, it's baseball. Yeah, like, New York baseball just spends a lot of money to not win anything. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. It's awesome. Baseball they both had the same amount of rejoice. wins. Both New York teams had the same amount of wins at the end of the year. And they're going home with no trophies. No trophies. No – well, I'm the Yankees won the – And maybe no uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah. No more Aaron Judge, maybe no more DeGrom. But, yeah. Who do you think wins the World Series then? Oh, I don't know. It's a real toss Real quick before we go to PSAs, who do you got? Um, I'm going to take uh, – I mean, the Astros haven't lost a game. That is true. But there's been two teams that haven't lost a game in the playoffs. Uh, I'm forgetting the first team, but it was in, like, the 70s, and they lost the World Series. Hmm. Uh, the second team to do it was the 2014 Royals. And what did they do? They lost, lost the World, World Series. Series. So maybe you need you need to have that loss. Get Third time's more, a charm. Maybe you had that loss. You need to get some more games in. And also, you know, they are playing like the hottest team right now. Yeah, but they're also the hottest team. I'm going to go with 
I'm gonna it's go. Gonna hard with, to, it's gonna be hard for me to pick the Phillies. I'm picking the Phillies because I'm gonna pick the Astros. Uh, Justin Verlander can be bad. In the in the uh, divisional series, he was really bad. They pulled him after like three innings, and then this game one in the ALCS, he pitched pretty bad for the first like three and a half innings, and the Yankees got two runs, and then he picked it up. But I think. Uh, it's gonna be if you can. You gotta jump on the Astros early. Yeah, that's the only way the Phillies can win, and they're very capable of doing that. I wouldn't be surprised if Phillies won the World Series, but I mean, I, I'm gonna pick the Astros. Me either. But yeah, PSA time. PSA time. All right, we're back. You're listening to uh, another segment of Tough, Tough Scenes. Scenes W E G L. Ninety-one point one FM. Yes, yeah, and uh, Zappy is that guy. Is he doing good again? He, I mean, we're winning now. Uh, a lot of people are saying Mac Jones got done dirty, but uh, who cares? You just got zapped. Yeah, you, I like that. You just got zapped. You just got <laughs> zapped. Um, but yeah, um, back to the baseball. Bryce Bailey Harper. Zappy's just uh, uh, quick note. Bailey Zappy's also just says like the ball has way more zip. Coming off of the zap arm. Yeah, I mean, it's... The zap man puts the zap on the ball, and Max Jones just doesn't. As... Oh, wait, we're not winning anymore. Oh, no. Justin Fields threw a touchdown. How? That might be... Is that the first one of the year for them? (laughs) The Bears actually have 17 points. I don't know how. I I Uh, genuinely don't know how they created that that many points. I don't know. Bailey Zappi's 4-for-4 four for, for 97 yards right now. But I'm telling you, Justin Fields is not a bad player. His team sucks. He doesn't. Um, but, yeah, so I guess my uh, – put a cap on the World Series. I think that the first team to score in each game is going to win. There's going to be no come-from-behind victories. I think that – you have to on both of these teams. You have to jump out and get a lead first because you know, you know both teams are probably going to hit a home run or two throughout the game. Uh, with Castellanos, Bryce Harper, Schwarber, Jordan Alvarez, all those guys um, can hit bombs, and I think they will. And I think it's going to come down to the pitchers, obviously, and just who can throw less home runs. I think the winner of this series will have more home runs than the other team. I don't think there's going to be a lot of singles and doubles, if I'm being honest. Um, you want to hear something crazy? I think it's just going to be bomb city. You want to hear something absolutely wild? Bailey Zapp. It, it, no. It's going to be like Bailey Zappi. Bryce Harper is actually uh like was actually like a Kroger store clerk, and then now <laughs> he's like amazing. <laughs> no, no, that would be funny though. Bryce Harper stat. From college, he went to a junior college. He graduated high school early. Went to a junior college as a sixteen-year-old. Ooh, these this was his. Where's stats. he from? Las Vegas. Ooh, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. Okay, and, in Las uh, Vegas. There's somebody else from Vegas. That Vegas is kind of a baseball. Oh, I would see Bryce Harper as like a Florida baseball player. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. So, see so like a cool, he's a cool kid. Yeah, he's a cool guy. But, uh, yeah, Sometimes. what was it about uh, – so, sorry to cut you off. He, uh, as a 16-year-old college freshman, Bryce Harper hit 443. That was his average with 31 home runs and 20 stolen bases in 66 games. Um, and that, Juco, Juco baseball is very competitive. Like I would say that that is a pretty good stat line. Yeah. <laughs> then he got drafted. 
Yeah, well, there you go. Number hey, one overall. To all uh, 15-year-olds out there, um, next year, this is what you got to do you if just, you want to make it to the league. And if not, just give up on all your hopes and dreams. <laughs> if you're not hitting, what was it, 443 and how many home runs? Uh, Like 20? No, it was 31. Yeah, if you're if you're not hitting a home run uh, every other game and batting four forty three, then you're not going to the league. I'm sorry. Yep, that's you're not going to be Bryce Harper. That's just how it is. Oh my, yeah, dude. but Bryce Harper is on fire right now. They also used wood bats in conference play, and like wood bats are way harder to hit home runs with. Than... He's just um, baseball god per se. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was already in the major leagues as a teenager. Like, it's just, he is actually unbelievable. There was a point where he imagine, was overrated, uh, but now he's like. He's properly rated. Yeah. He is very good he's, uh, ratings-wise and, on the and like, in real life. Yeah, he's electric. I, I wouldn't be mad, like, as much as I don't like the Phillies, I wouldn't be mad if they won for Bryce Harper just because, like, he, I like Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce Harper is a cool guy. I like Kyle Schwarber, too. Yeah. He I hits the ball Schwarber. so far. Yeah, that, and he's just a cool dude. Like, when he was yeah. on the – I liked him when he was on the Cubs and they won the World Series. Schwarbo, he was just – towards I ACL, came back. because I was an Indians fan. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but uh, – Tough scene. My World Series prediction, I'm going Phillies uh, 4-2. I'm gonna go six th- games. I'm gonna go with the Astros and and uh, Astros and six. But what I can talk. Sh- I can talk to myself. I can talk myself into the Phillies and six. What if it's just Astros and four? And that the Astros be, are just like, yeah, we we just okay. That'd be the best playoff run of all time. Like anybody else? You got anybody else? Guess guess the team who uh, had the best playoff run Ooh, of actually, all time. I'm gonna look up the the 2014 Royals. How did that series play out? Yeah, they lost in seven. And I, I remember watching it. Madison Bumgarner went in in the game seven. He's a starting pitcher, one of the best playoff pitchers, if not the best playoff pitcher of all time. Just shelled or just shoved, I mean. And then the Royals hit a leadoff triple. Leadoff triple in the bottom of the ninth. Is this when uh, – And they couldn't get him home. Oh, that and, is – And they popped it up to Pablo Sandoval. That makes it so much worse. Yeah, it was a tough scene. Oh, I remember Bumgarner, the guy with the long hair on the uh... – Yeah. I remember the dream. Yeah, I I don't know. He used to date a girl named Madison Bumgarner. I used to uh, watch. Wait, really? He had the same last name. <laughs> yeah, the same name. <laughs> wait, he's also Madison. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He That's. Also, he also would go to like rodeos and stuff, and like ride horses and bulls under a fake name, so he didn't get in trouble with the Giants. So this guy's awesome. Yeah, he like grew up on a farm in North Carolina. He's just he's that. I don't guy. know why, but I, I watched a lot of baseball this year because I remember. I remember seeing a lot of the Giants, and they had another really good pitcher, didn't they? Tim Lincecum. Yeah, he I was. I used to the try Giants, and pitch like him. I remember the Giants just like had pitchers. Yeah, they also had Matt Cain through the perfect game. Um, they had Brian Wilson, that was their closer. Um, All right, I'm changing my uh, my prediction now. I'm going Phillies in um, in seven. Phillies in seven? Yeah, because the Royals went undefeated and lost in seven, and so the Astros are going to go undefeated and lose in seven. If you had to guess... I'm going to do it like a court of law. Just what was the precedent? Yeah. What precedent was set? If you had to guess what team had 
the least amount of losses in a World Series championship winning team, like in the run overall. They lost one game. Was it in, in the, the World entire Series playoff? Or like in the. Um, it was either in the World Series. How long ago are we going back here? Uh, it's in our lifetime. In our lifetime? Yes, but we were really young. Oh, it had to be a really good team. People, people forget this team, all the time. Was it like the Mariners? No, they never won a World Series. It's World Series. People forget. People forget this team won a World Series. Oh, the Rockies? No, they never won a World Series either. Oh, they 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 got to one though. Yeah, October. Yeah. Uh, it was a couple years before that. I really don't. I, I like my brain keeps saying just like Yankees in Boston. No, even no. though I really don't want to say those two. I don't know. Their first baseman's name was Paul Canerco. Oh, I don't know that. The Chicago White Sox. Oh, really? Yeah. People forget that run. I hate the White Sox, man. Their last World Series, they only lost one game. Well, in the playoffs. Well, and. This year they lost like 82, didn't make playoffs. And I think in the ALCS they had only one pitching change. All their starters went like the complete games. That is insane. Yeah, people forget about this team. But that team was good. Loaded. Forget about them. But I they, hate the White they, Sox. Yeah, they had a lot of guys that didn't like not non-memorable names, but really really good team and uh, they played the Astros and what? Because Astros used to be in the National League. That's why they're forgotten about. Is because you have you got to have big names. Yeah, you got to have those. Uh, the Astros had big names back then. They had the Triple Bs, Baggio, Bagwell, yeah, and, and uh, what's Triple still? B's. Berkman, Lance Berkman. He used to play for the Cardinals too. What year was it when the Rockies went? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. They got swept by the Red Sox. Yeah. But Rocktober was electric. And it would have been the Indians. The Red Sox beat the Indians. Yep. That would have been an awesome was, uh, World Series. Was that Terry Francona's first or second World Series? I think it was his first. I don't know if he was the manager in 04. Um, I know he was for 07. Let me look up Terry Francona World Series. I'm trying to think who they beat in 04, the Red Sox. I think it was the Cardinals. How many World Series has Terry Francona won? Uh, yeah, I know he At won least two. two, but which one? 13, 13 and 7. Okay, what years? Uh, he won it, uh, yeah, he won it in 04 and 2007. Oh, I don't know who the manager was in 13 then. And then almost won it in 2016. Yeah. Tough scenes. Tough scenes. Tough scenes. Well, that was the best game of baseball I've ever watched in my life, Game 7. That was the worst baseball game I've ever watched. But, like, non-biased, that was the best game of baseball you ever watched. Yeah. I I think that Terry Francona doesn't get nearly the amount of respect he does. Because, dude, he, he has taken this Indians franchise and made us, like, amazing with no money. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Like, no, I feel no, like no. that is just not talking. Like, he should win Coach of the Year every year or Manager of the Year every year. Yeah. it's kind of like Especially, if he doesn't win it this year, I'm going to be so upset. Kind of like Bob Stoops at Kentucky. Yeah, kind of a little bit, yeah. But if he doesn't win it this year, I'll be so mad because if you go back and you look at the preseason rankings, we were projected like 40 wins. That's crazy. We were projected last in the AL Central. like we, And then the Chicago White Sox were uh, tweeting out, are the, is, are the Guardians ever going to show up to the AL Central? Yeah. And then we, also, and we had the fourth lowest salary cap in the league, and then we just went and 
did what we did. Yeah, should have made the LCS. Yeah, if weather the, permitting. Yeah, if the Yankees didn't create rain. Yeah. Well, we got. I'm g- actually pretty happy we did it though, because <laughs> Astros, dude. <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants to go play the Astros. Yeah, but I mean, at least you got to say ALCS. We but made the ALCS. I'm happy. We got a good team for the future. All right. Well, we got to go to PSAs, and what do we? What do you want to bring? I up? guess we can can quickly run over some of the big name free agents where we think they're gonna go. Obviously, Judge and Degrom. Yeah. Uh, some Atlanta implications. Big big news for you, and then we'll get into some NFL stuff. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All also, right. UFC this UFC today. Yeah. Interesting, interesting fights. Big, big uh, UFC event this past weekend in Abu Dhabi, which completely threw me off. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Is yeah. there a lot of Abu Dhabians that love UFC? Yeah. There must be because everyone in America <laughs> went to turn on ESPN at like eight o'clock. It's like what the? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember which country Abu Dhabi's in. Is it in? It's the... his, I think it's its own country, right? No, I thought it was in. It's either in like the Emirates, the United Arab. It's Emirates. it's one of those things. I don't know how any of that works over there. United Arab Emirates. Let me let me just look that up right here before we. Abu Abu. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like it's not a country. It is in the Emirates. Capital. Okay. United. The capital of the UAE. That that's also where Dubai is. Dubai's in the UAE. Yeah. Is this one of those like uh, England, Scotland, UK deals, where like they they're they're their own country, but they're called the UK? Oh, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But we don't know. Not not familiar with the UAE. We just talk there. about sport. Oh, yeah. oh, sports. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Oh, oh, that's pretty cool. Dude, this is awesome. They had one of those for like NASCAR or something like that at Disney World that I went on. Or like, yeah. all right. So basically, uh, what me and Riley just we were looking up Abu Dhabi and we found that there's this place called Ferrari World in Abu Dhabi, which is literally just a gigantic red building with Ferrari's logo on top, and it's a Ferrari branded theme park. And so they have a bunch of uh, roller coasters and things like that. Obviously, all of them, all the roller coasters are like in cars or things like that, and they all go super fast. Um, and then there's also explore a mini Italy at leisure in a small scale Ferrari 250 California. So you hop in this replica car and it takes you around, like, and it gives you like a tour of Italy, like on screens and stuff. Then there's the Karting Academy, 290 meter long track, you can race go karts. Uh, there's the Scuderia Challenge, where you can hop in an F1 simulator, max out your F1 potential, and experience firsthand what it's like to train like an F Ferrari driver. So you can hop in the simulator of an F1. Hmm. Pretty cool. And then if you really want to spend a lot of money, you can just go outside and pay even more money and drive a Ferrari. They just have a track and a bunch of Ferraris that you can pay to drive. Which Ferrari would you drive? Uh, the new one that just came out that has, like, it's ridiculous and has, like, a 1,000 horsepower, the uh, SF90, even though they probably, they 100% do not have those there and <laughs> don't let you drive them because, like, they just came out and they're, like, $2 million or something. I would do the but, Enzo. Dude, the Enzo would be cool, but I also feel like they just don't have those there either. Yeah, they're, I mean, there's only, like, they probably have, 50. They probably have, like, some, they probably have one. Like as like a show. Yeah, yeah. What other Ferrari? What's like the iconic? Look up. Okay, drive a Ferrari. Let's see if they have. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, this is another segment of Tough Scenes on ninety one point one WEGL FM. Before I forget. All right, to say we're gonna that. try to we're gonna 
click buy buy now and we're gonna see how much oh, we gotta go from aed oh the f40 aed to us dollars all right so this actually might be relatively cheap i think okay so you get to drive around uh the thrill of you know yas island you know abu dhabi whatever uh, and it is 895 uh, AED, United Arab and uh, Durham, Durham. So let's type that into here. 895. So only 240 bucks drive Ferrari. That's pretty sick. I feel like in America, they charge you way more than that. Yeah. But I guess part of it is just you're in Abu Dhabi and like. Dude, I'm looking at the statistics for a Ferrari F40. This makes no sense to me. 2.9 liter twin turbo V8. 2.9 liter? That seems pretty small. Yet, it does. Yet, but they, top speed of 201 miles per yeah, hour. Yeah, they always figure out some way to pull a bunch of speed out. Like the F1 cars, V6. Yeah. And it's like a 1.6 cylinder V6. Not, one, uh, not cylinder, 1.6 liter. The V6. F40 is just iconic. Like, that is the. I hate to say it though, I do like Lamborghinis. Overall, more than Ferrari. Even though I'm currently wearing a Ferrari hat. What about the LaFerrari? The LaFerrari is cool, but my favorite car of all time is the Lamborghini Aventador, uh, the SF like 725, the one that's got 720 horsepower and just sounds. I like insane. the Pagani. I like the Pagani sound. The Pagani. You know that guy was just like a farmer. The Pagani. Yeah, and he just created Pagani. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it's similar to the, it kind of, you know how the Lamborghini story is, he goes to Enzo Ferrari and he's like, hey, you need to do this. And Enzo's like, yeah, you can go, no. Uh, and so <laughs> then he's like, all right, I'll just create my own car. And then apparently I think the same thing happened where Pagani went to Lamborghini. He was like, let's do this. And then Lamborghini was like, nah, man, no. And so then Pagani's like, well, I'll go make my own car too. Wait, what is the Aventador? It's the S- SV? It's, it's, yeah, the Aventador SV. I think there's like a number after it, like either like 725 Aventador. Oh, 750? Yeah, SV7. SV, uh, is this it? See, I just don't really like the Aventador. The SVJ though. is the one I like. Oh, the SVJ. Dude, this thing. I just, I'm not the biggest fan of the Aventador. 600,000. This thing, top speed. V12. Top speed, 350 kilometers an hour. I really 2. like this 8, color. 2.8, 0 to 60. Are you looking at Sounds like Sounds insane. Yeah. Ooh. I want mine to be all black, though. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't really like the Aventador yeah, body style, to be honest. See, that's my favorite body style. I like the F40. It's just so cool. To, or the it's like the McLaren Senna. From the 90s. I like the, uh, I always like Dodge Vipers in like the Mercedes AMG Ooh, yes. with the long nose. The, the GT. Yeah, I always yeah, like oh, yeah. the ones with the long There's nose. There's one in Madison. Really? Yeah, I saw it on, uh, what's that road? Wall Triana? Saw it like in high school. The road with all the restaurants? Uh, no. Well, kind of. That's what I, I refer to, like, when I was, when I first moved to Madison, I didn't know any of the road names since I was referring to Madison Boulevard. And I and my and I was like, let's go here to eat. And we're like, where is that? And I was like, I don't know. It's the road with all the restaurants. Yeah, like the worst road in Madison. Yeah. Too. So now that road is just the road with all the restaurants from yep. now on. 
and it is. It's just only restaurants, motels, and uh, well, strip I, malls. I, we were kind of giving them a little bit too much respect. Call them restaurants, uh, fast food, <laughs> fast places, food establishments, fast food chains. Yeah, literally all of them, and none of them don't. No, don't expect to get in and out in less than an hour. <laughs> yeah. Any of those places. Yeah. All right. Um. So. But uh, we were just talking about cars. Uh. Now we're gonna talk about some free agents that can probably buy multiple of these cars when they sign. So. Uh. Let's see. Maybe we should go through first and just be like, what kind of car are they gonna buy when they sign their ginormous contract? You know. Um, uh, like Trey Turner, shortstop of the Dodgers. What kind of vibes does he give off? I think he he gives off like not really a car guy. So I'm just gonna get like the high end Range Rover. Uh, I think it has to be something fast. Maybe like the uh like a Lamborghini truck. I just don't see him as like a sports car guy. Uh, Udis, Udis. I can see it being. It has to be fast, and he's from Florida, so it has to be nice. Yeah, and it has to be like kind of like gaudy, like a little showy. Yeah. yeah, Lamborghini truck. Yeah. Perfect for him. Lamb truck. Also, uh, Dansby Swanson's a What team right do you think he's going to go to? Oh, uh, Trey Turner. Um, he says he wants to play on the East Coast. He did say that. That's but surprising. Then he also signed though. a deal with the Dodgers last year, one-year extension. Uh, one-year extension they just lost in the divisional round. Doesn't seem like he really is going to be that happy with the Dodgers. I think he's going to come to Atlanta, and you guys are going to – be like, thanks, Stansby, for all you've done, but get out. I can definitely see that happening, but um, I can also see uh, maybe the Yankees. The Yankees could because their shortstop right now is the Connor Falefa guy that they yeah. didn't even play. Yeah. So, I'm just going to say I could see the Yankees for all of these. Oh, yeah. Like, for, also, the Astros, even though they're the, already the best team. Yeah. Because they're going to have to sign a new uh, first baseman to, to replace uh, the Yuli Guriel guy because he's 39 yeah. years old. Um, so, next one, Carlos Correa. He can opt out. Um, I think the story on this one is is he's just he's just milking it, getting, and he's going to get the biggest contract he can out of the Twins. Uh, I don't really think he's going to leave, but his vibe is like – like the coolest, like the most showboaty, like sports car you can buy. Yeah, but like also not like the the fastest either. He has one of those old school, like long, like low riders you see in like Miami or California. No, I think he ha- I think he has an Aventador. I could see that too. Maybe he's like a. I could see Carlos Correa driving a Aston Martin. Yeah, a classy Carlos Correa Aston Martin guy. Uh. Dansby, there's a lot of good shortstops. Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson. Um, Swanson seems like he's driving a uh, Range Rover, Chevy Silverado, 2500 King Ranch. No, no, he's he ain't a, he ain't country, but he he in the middle, kind of. He ain't a city boy though. So he's got, he's like, he's like, got the, like the Range Rover. He's yeah, the Range Rover. Yeah, the Range Rover. Okay, maybe a Land Rover, like the highest end Land Rover discovery. It's kind of lame, but. Nancy Swanson might be kind of lame. It's okay. Yeah. Nolan Arenado, he's going to be a Cardinal still, and he's going to be driving yeah. like a Type R. I also do think Nancy Swanson will probably come back. I don't know. if we. I, I really don't know. I don't see I you need guys. more time. I feel like. I need more time. I feel like if you surveyed all of Atlanta Braves fans, like he's probably 45% of them, he's their favorite player. Mm, I'd say like 30. 
30, and then the other 70 is Acuna. It, well, in Austin Riley, Strider. Yeah, but I don't think a- and those are anyone's, like, favorite player. I mean, I th- I'd say Austin Riley's probably my favorite player. Yeah, maybe. And then I, a couple for, like, Max Freed, but he's definitely top four. Yeah. Uh, Just because Nolan Arnado, I think he'll stay for the Cardinals. Um, type R. Yeah. I just don't know what team he would really go to if he opted out. Me neither. I mean, I guess the Yankees because Josh Donaldson sucks at third base. Yeah, that's just not. Or the Dodgers, if they don't bring back Justin Turner, are going to need a third baseman. Yeah, I just don't see the Yankees or the Do- like. The, he's just a cardinal to me. Uh, Justin Turner, third baseman from the the he's the uh, orange haired guy. He's always got the black stuff on his back. Yeah, uh, from the Dodgers, and he's a team option. And he's kind of old, and he played bad. I don't think that the Dodgers are going to bring him back. I don't. I, I think he can go to any team. Because I think he's going to be like a. Uh, I could see him not going to a contender. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be like a guy that signs like a big deal to go to a bad team, and they're like, he's the old Rangers. good guy. Maybe he can help us. Yeah, the Rangers. Yeah, kind of like how we sent Corey Kluber to the Rangers to get Emmanuel Class A. Class A was on the Rangers. Yeah, I did not know that. And we gave him Corey Kluber. So it's a good trade for us. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, it kind of leaves a third base hole for the Dodgers. We'll see what that happens. I do think Justin Turner does drive a truck. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has to. Uh, but we got to go with PSA, so we'll run through these real quick. Actually, should we, should we hold Aaron Judge and Jacob DeGrom until after? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. We'll just we'll go to PSAs now, All right. and then we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, everybody, you're listening to another segment of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. And I just saw a funny tweet, and it says, uh, asking Zappy to hand off is like asking Trout to bunt. Or that like asking Ovechkin to pass. Or yeah, like, I'm not sure why you would do that if you're trying to win the game. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why the Patriots even rostered running backs for this game. Well, because they saw that I had – Ramondre Stevenson on my fantasy team, and I needed points. They should put Mac Jones in as a specialist for all handoff plays, is what somebody tweeted. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dynasty's back. Dynasty's back. We need to turn on. We need to watch the game. I want to watch the game. Dynasty is back. Dynasty's back. Six, but, uh, six rings. Yeah. Um, Who's next? Joey Gallo, left fielder? Don't care. Literally do not care. Dodgers. Don't care. Don't care. Dodgers will resign him, but don't care about him. Aaron Judge, don't care. Giants, Giants, and he's going to be driving a. He's also he he's a Rolls Royce. Yeah, he's definitely he needs something big. Yeah, you know, big guy. Uh, maybe a G wagon. G wagon or Rolls Royce. Yeah, G wagon or Rolls Royce for Aaron Judge or Bentley. Uh, I don't want him to go back to the Yankees. Yeah, Giants. Just because I don't want the Yankees to be happy. Uh, and then Jacob DeGrom, starting pitcher, he has the option to opt out if he would want to. Um, and the consensus right now, or the rumor, is that he will yeah. opt out and he wants to go to Atlanta. I don't know how true that is. Uh, it could be true, could not be true. But That'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't like New York. The Mets kind of are... I don't know. I don't want to say they're like a bad franchise, but they do kind of 
do a lot of Mets things a lot. Yeah, they have and, bad vibes. Yeah, they do kind of Mets it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say Braves, hopefully. I'm being honest. I'll say Braves or – could you imagine if the Yankees signed him? Anyone that would be Mets from the Yankees? That would be – I kind of – I kind of – I think that would be funny. It would be funny for all of us. Or but the, then imagine if this, he goes to the Red Sox. Yeah, but the second he goes back to Queens and plays in the Mets game, he's going to – a bottle to the head. Dude, I actually kind of want... If I, he went to the Yankees, I think a Mets fan would actually personally try to harm him. Yeah, I kind of want him to go to the Red Sox just so the entire city of New York just hates him. That'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what if you, can you imagine if we went to the Astros? Oh, like the Astros win the World Series and then they get Jacob Degrom. Yeah, that'd be. And sick. they have Justin Verlander and Jacob Degrom and Framber Valdez as yeah. their starting three I kinda, pitchers. I kind of, I kind of would like. That would that be too. so unfair. That'd be kind of funny. But yeah, Jacob Degrom's also like he drives a Chevy Malibu, even though I was he thinking a million dollars, like uh, Trackhawk. I was thinking he drives something very lame. Mm, yeah, because he's kind of like a doesn't look. Like a professional athlete, just looks like a dad, but he like is Eli really Manning. good. Yeah, like he he wears vests and khakis and with tennis shoes, and then you know he drives a Lexus sedan. Yeah, yeah, I'd say like a high end Lexus or Infinity. Yeah, he drives like maybe like, a Lincoln or like a BMW. Oh yeah, like a BMW Seven Series. Yeah, yeah, like a big old one. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. Seven series, not M, not not. Yeah, and his cars have never gone over a hundred miles an hour ever. Yeah, that's only for his baseballs. Yeah, only drive speed limit everywhere. But uh, <laughs> that's the MLB. That is baseball. That's baseball, baby. Um, uh, so now we're gonna get into some NFL news. Um, first one I have up here. Dun 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 dun. What's the best one? Um, I always I always go with NBC. I like I like Fox NFL. Always like the Sunday night football. Sunday night football is is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I like that. Also, the waiting all day for Sunday night. And then the, yeah, NBC does have the best. Uh, like production, I always liked where at the very like the ending of her song, she would like incorporate the team's playing. She's like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers throwing touchdowns and Ray Lewis on the Ravens tackling for loss. Yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah, no, I do like that. Wait all day for Sunday night. <laughs> Who is that, by the way? Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Shout out. Uh, I wonder if she's if she's American Idol. I wonder if she's like mad about the fact that there's so many, like, so many people that have no idea what she does. But they're like, "Oh, she's a Sunday foot Sunday night football lady." Yeah, they're I like, feel like most of the like, people that watch Sunday night football might have an idea of Carrie Underwood, or they know who she is, but like, she's her most popular song. Or if they night said football. like, "Yeah," like, like if you just interview them, like Carrie Underwood, and they're like, "Oh, Sunday night football." Yeah, I've been, I've gonna, been waiting all week for Sunday night. They're not going to bring up like any of her songs that she's made. <laughs> I wonder if she's like. I've made a lot of money from this, but this is not good for my career. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just a Sunday night football chick. Um, what's what is the what's the CBS one? Um, I don't know. Don't care. CBS stinks. <sighs> no, CBS is CBS is all right. No, I like CBS. I liked. I actually like Tony Romo. 
NFL Insider. I'm not a fan of Greg Olson on there. I think he's not that good. But uh, NFL on NFL on NBC. He also talked about himself in the third person, which was kind of like and he kind of like only he like overhyped himself a little bit. So you know how this past Sunday was National Tight End Day. Yeah. And so, of course, for National Tight End Day, they had the Niners and the Chiefs play each other. You know, Kittle, Kelsey. Yeah, that makes and sense. And so, and so before the game, uh, Greg Greg Olson also called the game. You know, tight end, of course. Uh, so before the game, it's like Friday. They're doing like a little meeting, and Greg Olson's like, "Could you imagine anything better? It's National Tight End Day. We got Kelsey versus Kittle, and Olson calling the game." What could make that better? And I was like, well, first of all, you just kind of weirdly referred to yourself in, in the, the third, third person. <laughs> and I could th- I, I think something that could make this better, oh, yeah, not you calling the game and someone good at it doing it. I like Greg Olson, man. Eh. Not calling games. Come on, load, please. But uh, there we go. Speaking of Greg Olson, his former team whooped up on the Bucks yesterday. What is going – I said, what is going on in the Bay's? Yeah. It's a problem in the Bay. It's Green Bay, Tampa Bay, just both awful. Not a good time for the Bay. And it's so weird because – Oh, that's the CBS one. Yeah, see, that that one, I hate that one the most because Browns games are t- mostly on CBS. And so whenever, like, that's, that starts rolling, it's because the, the game ended and the Browns just lost by 25. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the only time I listen to that is when, like, the game's ending and it just goes to the screen of – uh, your event has concluded. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Browns, worst is Sunday night football. And the Browns lost by 21. Ends. And you have to, like, you wake up and you have school tomorrow. Or, like, when the Sunday night one ends and you're like, oh, what the heck? There's, I can't, like, just fill my brain with sports anymore. I got to go to bed. Yeah. And start my week. What the heck? I wonder what the Super Bowl's on. Because even, like, Saturday, you know, like that uh, 8 o'clock, 7.30 college football game ends. You can still flip around and find like Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, you can still flip around and find like Montana versus Hawaii that goes on till like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> you can just watch sports all day. But then Sunday, it's like all right. Sunday, it's like it's your parents. Like Directv is your parents, and it's like all right. This is the last game. Time to go to bed. You're like, no, I want more football. Yeah, and then just the the I I always hated the the school next day part of it. Like, yeah. oh, man, I got to wake up tomorrow and go to school. Like, the weekend's over. Yeah, I got to wake up and go to school the next day, and none of my teachers are going to let me talk Ooh. about sports with my friends. Ooh, Fox. Fox has the uh, has the Super Bowl this year. Who's gonna? So who's going to do it? I don't know. Who is Fox now? Fox used to be Aikman and uh Yeah, it used to Ru- be. And, uh, so who is there? Buck. Is it? It's, um, um, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's Rico's NBC. Who is, Who is the, the Fox, Fox guy? What does the Fox say? Analysts. Fox football announcers. Um. Oh, it is Greg Olson. That's the that's their main guy? I don't think it's their main guy. All right, yeah, I'm looking through. Okay, broadcasting lineup. I think it will be Greg Olson because they have Greg Olson paired up with uh, Tom Rinaldi and Aaron Andrews, dude. NFL. Oh, Fox Sports is Fox Sports is uh, bottom of the barrel here. You know what I mean? They should call up Gus Johnson for the Super Bowl. They don't have very many good. They don't have any good like announcers. I don't know any of these people. Tom Rinaldi. 
He's more of a feature story guy. He's more yeah. of like he was but the I game mean, day guy. I mean, but yeah, but like how you like you, the other ones have like their big names. You know, they got it's like all right, we got Chris Collinsworth, Mike Tirico. It's our top. And then, oh, you know, and like, Al Michaels. Yeah, and and then ESPN is like all right, we got uh, Joe Buck, and Joe Buck, Troy, Troy Aikman, and, and then Amazon's like all right, we got Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet. And Wait, then, who is is did Tirico replace? Yeah. Okay. And then. Fox Sports, Fox is like, oh, Aaron Andrews is pretty hot. <laughs> we, got, we got her. She's actually really good at her job. I like Aaron Andrews. Yeah, I like Aaron Andrews a lot, too. Oh, we got, I would rather, they have Greg Old, they have uh, Michael Strahan under contract. I'd rather have Michael Strahan call the games than. Gus Johnson, man. Gus Johnson and the other guy on the college one, the Fox, the Fox College broadcast. It's Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt and Gus Johnson. I love that booth. I love Gus Johnson. Yeah, Gus Johnson, Madden 12. I like Joel Klatt on, like, like uh, talk shows. Like Colin Coward's talk yeah, show, I'd, that I, type stuff. I just can't ever bring myself to watch Colin Coward. I like I like it because a lot of times Joel Klatt is, like, making fun of Colin Coward. Yeah. because Joel Klatt would be like, that is the stupidest take I've ever heard. Yeah. But uh, you don't want a quarterback that wears hats backwards. But like the amount of comfort that you just get during a game, though, when you have like a good announcer, yeah. Like when like when Chris Collinsworth starts talking and Mike Tirico, and they're just having a good time. Like it just brings you so much more. You know, there's like, a guy comfort and joy throughout the game. Yeah, I like Joe Buck. I like Joe. I Buck. know that's what I'm saying. Like when you have those really good, when you have that like really good team that you can put out there for your best game. Like Al Michaels, uh, I could listen to Al Michaels talk all night. Yeah, Al Michaels and 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 Chris, that was my favorite booth, probably. Ever. People hate on Kirk Herbstreit too, way too much. He's so good at his job. Yeah, Kirk is one of the best. Yeah, Kirk, um, like I could listen to all those guys. That's what I'm saying. It's just Fox Sports doesn't have one of those guys for me. Yeah, I'm trying to think who they had before. They had Buck and somebody else. Like I wish came. I could just sit there. In Mike Tirico's arms, like a little baby, <laughs> while he calls the game, and just let me go, just suck on my thumb and fall asleep right there. Yeah. So let me be a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> Tirico, come here. Tirico, Tirico, great job. Collinsworth, get out of here. It's me now, Collinsworth. Oh, Brad Nessler. Yeah. He can. He could be an NFL guy. Like uh, I love him in college football, but I, Brad Nessler is my guy. Him and Kirk in NCAA football fourteen. Beautiful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's commentators. You want to yeah. talk about yeah. other news? <laughs> oh, we got to get a PSAs actually. So. Oh, what a coinkadink! All right, well, all right, we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, the Giants are contenders, by the, the way. The Giants are winning the whole Super Bowl. Yeah, for the next five years. Contenders. He de- he de-doxes their whole family. Yeah, he de- he fries their router. All right, we're back. You listen to another segment of Tough Scenes on WBGL ninety one point one FM. Auburn. Auburn. We're talking about the new uh, what's the it's Black Adam? What's the new movie with the rock? With the superhero? rock, new superhero movie. Is it I a, thought it was Marvel. It's not. It's, yeah, uh, I was about to ask what. It's, it's the uh, DC universe, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Interessante. But, uh. uh yeah, so Giants, are they contenders or not? Uh, yeah. Oh, man, the Spurs are about to blow a, like, 40-point lead. Well, they That's were, but they're going to win. Hey, the NBA hasn't even started yet. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one of our points. Uh, NBA's technically started, but it doesn't start till uh, Christmas. Yeah, it doesn't start till like, Christmas, mid-January, when football starts not being on anymore. Then the NBA season starts. 
Dude, but, I, uh, need to, I need to watch this Monday Night Football game. Dude. Bailey Zappi is – I mean, we're losing by uh, nine right now to the Bears, but Bailey Zappi is that What's guy. score? 23-14. Ooh, the Bears score 23 points? I know. That is – Are they, like, they decent? Back. They're back. I don't know. Maybe Justin Fields has just ran the ball every single play. Yeah. He just him, he just gave up on passing. Him and Demont. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Giants. They're really good. Brian Dable's really good, and Christian McCaffrey. I mean, not Christian. Oh. Oops, Saquon Barkley's really good. That's all I got to say about the Giants. And uh, dude, yeah, poor Matt Ryan. That's the next thing I have on my list here is Colts name Sam Ellinger starter. I really do think that it has nothing to do with the way Matt Ryan's playing. I think they just are like, if Jonathan Taylor is going to be out and all our whole offensive line is going to be out, like we're we're losing games, and so we might as well just play the young kids, see what happens. Yeah. Not like hopefully Matt Ryan doesn't like break his neck like Peyton Manning did, but uh, that's pretty. I'm excited for Sam Ellinger though. He's pretty good at Texas. Yeah, he just. Was Actually, the, I take that back. I'm not that excited. I don't, he's got yeah. nothing to work with. Yeah, but Michael Pittman. He, if yes, if he has time to throw it. Yeah, that is true. He's the king of like the QB power, like yeah. just like which he'll need it. School body to the right, just send everybody to the right and, and have everybody block. Kind of like a Tim Tebow. Yeah, but better. But but and right-handed and right-handed. Oh yeah, Tim Tebow is a lefty. Forgot yeah. about that. That's what why he stunk. Yeah, lefties just not good. If Tua was right-handed though, he'd be yeah. So good. Also, dude, that game last night. Did you watch it? No. Tua played. A, they they actually like put up a stat. Uh, the Steelers had four dropped interceptions. Ooh. So that like in Tua's stats, how was Tua like? Tua's healthy? stats was only like two hundred yards and a touchdown, which like his stats should have been like two hundred yards, a touchdown, and four picks. Like he actually did he throw a pick though. They won. No, they won sixteen to ten. But he actually like he was horrible. Mm. He should not have played. And I don't know if he's hurt or he's like I don't know or he's scared. But they definitely can't have him do what he did last night. Like, yeah. For more games. But isn't Teddy Bridgewater also hurt? Yeah. So who's their third string? I don't know, but he played last week. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then also, this happened a couple of days ago, and we already saw him in a game, but we didn't talk about it. Chris McCaffrey to the 49ers. Yeah. Which I do think we said last episode that we're like Chris McCaffrey's trade interest. Yeah. Did but we? we said it about the the Bills. Yeah. We didn't say about the Niners. Yeah. I. Dude. And then their their first game together, did not go as a well. Yeah, but he only did he even like have any practice. Or did they just throw Well, him I think it was mainly uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was really, really bad and didn't, like, throw him the ball. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see McCaffrey in, like, a run-heavy offense. I'm excited to see him in a – him in the – I mean, we've already seen it, but him in the 49ers uniform looks pretty cool. Yeah. Anytime a player is, has been on one team their whole career and they switch, that first time you see him in the new uniform is like, eh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's either really cool or, like, terrible. Yeah. Or like, like, Tom Brady in the Bucks uniform was terrible to me. But that I'm biased yeah. there. But, uh, what's another one? Um, Freddie in a Dodgers uniform. That was pretty bad. When I saw Odell Beckham in a Browns, I was like, that doesn't look right. Yeah. Odell's forever a giant to me. Yeah. You forget how old he is. Like, he's playing since 2013, 2014. Yeah. Crazy to think about. Um, He's had a lot of just, just wasted time in his career. Yeah. Like, yeah. whether it be like. 
injuries or just I'm mad so I'm not playing or suspensions or like or just bad teams or just like I'm on my college tour right now. <laughs> like he's on his, just doing his recruiting visits. Yeah. But uh oh, shout out Odell's dad, man. Yeah, Odell's dad uh got him traded from the Browns to a Super Bowl team. Yeah, that's that's a massive dub. He's coming up with something right now. We just don't know what he's working yeah. on. Like, <laughs> next week he's going to come out and be like, yeah, my son signed with the Chiefs. I orchestrated this whole thing. Yeah, he's actually going to become, like, a super agent. He's going to be LeBron's agent. He's actually just Rich the next <laughs> He's actually next, just the next commissioner of the NFL. Yeah. Roger Goodell is Scoot partner. over Peyton Manning, Odell's dad, Odell Beckham Sr. Roger Goodell is actually just his puppet. He Ooh. just tells Roger what to say. That's an interesting take. Odell Beckham Sr. is actually already the commissioner. Mm. But uh, I like that. Yeah, what's going on in the Bays? Uh, two old guys who we've said are the best two quarterbacks for like the past five years just uh, now stink. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I really don't know. I don't know if Rodgers is playing bad. Uh, Brady or is. is. Yeah, Brady's playing horribly. But I think Rodgers, it, part of it is him not playing amazing, and part of it is like he's just got no one to throw to. Dude, Alan Lazard. I thought that's what was going to happen, and he just refuses to throw it. He, he's like a big – Aaron Rodgers is a big, I need to, like, build up trust with you. Like, if you drop a pass, you're not getting it for the rest of the game. Yeah. I feel like Brady's kind of the same way. Yeah, but it's apparently like – yeah, Aaron Rodgers, like, in the early in the game, he'll, his young receivers will mess something up or drop a pass, and then he just won't go to him the rest of the game. But it's like, hey, you have no other receivers to throw to. You don't have yeah. Devontae. Like, you have to throw it to this guy. Yeah. And I think that I think that's happening kind of for both Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and so they're forcing them to make passes they don't want to make, or uh, they can't make anymore. I think Aaron Rodgers can still make passes. Brady specific, specifically, yeah. Brady Brady can still make. Brady's did have a. Did you see the Mike Evans drop? He no. did. He no. last in yesterday's game. He did have a pretty deep pass, like 40, 50 yards, right into Michael uh, Mike Evans's hands. He dropped, and it he was like on the stride. ten yard line in stride with the cornerback like a step behind him, and he dropped it. Wow! Oh, I bet Brady was heated. But that just like goes to show how their whole day went. Yeah, I mean, losing to the Panthers, losing Her to defense an XFL? didn't change. Really? I mean, like it didn't really change. You think they'd still be loaded? Yeah, like, like the defense, you still think like, they, or you would think that they would still be. I mean, they could have just had an off game. And but it's it, weird because like week one and two they were good. Yeah, and then now they're no injuries. I don't think so. Like all of a sudden they're just bad. Yeah, and I don't know. They'll really probably bad. figure it out. They were really, really bad when they won the Super Bowl. Like the first yeah, half I of think the season, they were it terrible. Out. Remember when they lost to the Bears? I don't know. Maybe they just need uh, Bruce Arians to be head coach and not a defensive. Because isn't it, uh, who's it, Todd Bowles? Yeah. Like, retook over as head coach there? Yeah, I don't do that. That's a weird situation. So maybe they just need Bruce Arians back. There's a lot of offense to go. There's a lot of turmoil in, in the yeah. Bears right now. But, uh, I'm going to say they're both still going to make the playoffs somehow. Cause I think that the Packers won't make the playoffs. Well, who's who? Because I think that the Vikings will win their division. And then I think that there'll be better teams in a wild card. Like, yeah, I just I don't. Because I mean, you gotta think. When's two, the last time the Packers teams, missed the playoffs? You gotta think that you know, Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles are all gonna be. Only one of them can win, which means two of them are gonna have to be a wild card. Yeah, 
So I can see two people from the NFC East making it and the, the Packers not making it. Yeah, maybe I think the, the NFC Niners. Yeah, I think the NFC South though is so bad that the the Bucks can still win it. Yeah. I mean the Falcons are like I think they're they're leading by like a game. Yeah. Or something. They're and, all and like Marcus Mariota is their starting quarterback. Yeah, and they just refuse to pass the ball. Yeah, which I mean who are they throwing it to? Uh, well, I guess Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Are yeah, there, uh, I would like him to throw to Drake London and not give me 1.8 fantasy points. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of receivers, that it was just an unfortunate week for for me uh, because Amon Ross St. Brown just got concussed, but not really concussed according to Dan Campbell. He had to miss the game because he failed concussion protocol, which is like this new, like a new concussion protocol that like he basically was like dizzy or something, but he didn't have a con- he, he basically just had a really bad stinger. Is what yeah. they're saying. Probably had a concussion. Let's be real, but who knows? Um, so he got one point four fantasy points for me, and then they also I don't think scored a touchdown. So Hawkinson, my starting tight end, didn't have that great of a game. Um, so yeah, tough scene for my fantasy team. But let, yeah, let's my see. fantasy team was yeah. horrible this week let's as have well. A, let's have a fantasy. Uh, week. in one of my leagues, uh, my team name is Tanking for Winbayama. Uh, and that that team is actually doing pretty well. Uh, Joe Burrow, 40 points. DeAndre Hopkins, 20. Kamara, 20. Juju, 25. So that team is playing. That team is really good. I don't have to worry about that one. But then the one in that we're in together, oh, my God, it was, this was bad. Uh, I scored 59 total points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette had four. Uh my tight end, my tight end is Darren Waller. He was he's hurt, even though he's he stinks this year. So you had Daniel Bellinger. I had Daniel Bellinger from the New York Giants, uh, and he got injured in the middle of the game. <laughs> so now both my tight ends are injured, um, and he only got two points. Drake London had one catch for nine yards, and uh, my kicker. Only had uh and then yeah my I had the Bucks defense which I thought against the Panthers were gonna be the best defense ever and they got one point. Uh, I actually won my game, um, because my kicker had sixteen points, Jason Myers, who I picked up, like last week off the waiver wire, and then I would have won this game more handily if I didn't put him on Ross St. Brown back in and took Christian Kirk out, but I thought. Surely, Amon Ross St. Brown's going to go off this week for some reason. And Christian Kirk actually had 17 points. But Eckler with 36.7 points is pretty cool. And then Stevenson actually has 16 tonight. And then, yet yeah, Jacob Myers, Jason Myers had 16 points. Yeah, Geno Smith has uh, finally run its course a little bit. No. Uh, he's only, he only scored 13 points last week. I'm going to keep him because the only other quarterback I have in my roster is Jameis Winston, who is healthy and just didn't, <laughs> didn't get started. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch. And the available quarterbacks are Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, no. Uh, Matt Ryan, who just got benched. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. No. Uh, I might pick up Daniel Jones. That's actually not a bad idea. You know, he's more rushing yards than uh, somebody this year. Uh, the guy on my team, Najee Harris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My running, my RB1 that I drafted ninth overall has less rushing yards than Daniel Jones, a white guy who plays cornhole from New York. Tough scene. What the heck? Tough scene. 
PSA time. Tough scene. Tough scene. Tough scene. Tough scene. All right, we'll be back. Are we back? Are we back? Are we back? We're back. 91.1 WGLFM. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see it up out. You got any more NFL news? Um, Bailey Zappi uh, is that guy. Bailey Zappi is that guy. I will talk. We're still losing. Bailey Zappi. No picks. No picks. Justin Fields is doing better than him, but Justin Fields is not a pick. So... Also, there's a video of Bailey Zappi on the sideline uh, lip-syncing Stacy's mom while they're playing it in the, the stadium, and that's just that's awesome. The future. The future. Yeah, awesome. so also um, the Browns stink. We lost again. That's it. Uh, yeah, who'd you all lose to? The Ravens. Um, Ooh, that's a mid-off. Yeah, the Ravens tried to lose it too. They, gave, they fumbled it with like two minutes left, and then we went down the field, and uh, – they called uh, – we were going to kick a field so – first of all, they we were throwing it deep to Amari Cooper, and he caught it, and they called offensive pass interference on him, which was like the most ticky-tack call I've ever seen in my life. Because it's like the cornerback is allowed to have both hands on the receiver, like dr- holding him, but as soon as the receiver sticks an arm out, it's pass interference. And so there was that super ticky-tack call, which brought us back to like the 40 or 50, and then we were going to just kick a field goal to tie it up, go to OT, and it was going to be like a 50, 55-yard field goal, something like that. And then they called a offsides on the Browns, and no one moved. No one moved in the Browns. Only the Ravens did. And so they, there was a bunch of memes about that. Like one was like a quote from a ref that was like, no one on the Browns moved, but F it. Penalty, offsides. I saw that that was like one of the worst calls ever. No, like, like it, I'll show you the video. They No one on the... And then Mike Sterator came on and gave the stupidest explanation of all time on how, like, because he was lined up like this, and this guy, they called it, like, where it happened, they called it on a guy on the other side of the line. Like, it happened on the right side, and they called him number 68, Dunn, who was on the left side of the line. Huh. So And then, like, so, yeah, and then Sterator tried to explain it, and then both the announcers said, you know, no, we don't understand that. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I'll fo- I'll find the video for you. It is the worst call of all time. Oh, the Raiders got a win. And so then that brought us back to like this like so it was a 60-yard field goal and then it got blocked. Dang. What's that one account called? Ghetto Gronk? Something like that. Gus Edwards two touchdowns. I can't find it though. Why won't you what? Maybe he got banned. Ooh, Justin Tucker, 55-yard field goal. Money. Jacoby Brissett, 22 for 27. Yeah, no, he played well. It was like this game, it wasn't our defense. Uh, it was actually just our special teams and the refs. That's tough. So just find a new way but to – But y'all are, y'all are improving. Uh, Slightly. I would like for, you know, the NFL to cut us some slack. Let us get a game here and there. But, you know, it's okay. We don't want to win anyways. Yeah. Yeah, we want a good pick. Tank for Vic. Yeah, tank for Victor. Ooh, Mac Jones. That's why he got benched because he kicked some guy in the nuts. I don't think that's why he got benched, but could be. Should be why he got benched. Yeah, that's not cool. That's Brady did do that. Oh, yeah. So here's the Brady's video. done that before. <laughs> so that's the meme. Huh? And they caught on the Browns. 
Huh? Not a single person on the Browns moved, and they called it on us. Oh, did we say that uh, James Robinson got traded on the show? Uh, No. He got he traded. Got, yeah, and he went to who just lost the running back? Jets. 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 Yeah. Reese Hall tore his ACL. I think, did DK tear his ACL as well? No. I don't know if he tore his ACL. Uh, it looked bad. It looked bad, but I like cringed. Pete, Pete Carroll apparently says not going to need surgery. Well, that's good. Uh, but Somehow, J.C. Jackson's missing the rest of the year. Ruptured. Yeah, that is rough. For, Been there, buddy. That is rough for the Chargers. Cause that's like their best cornerback. Um, He's one of the best quarterback but, corners uh, in the league, and yeah. they got smoked by the Seahawks. Seahawks are like the sneakiest team of like, or the most like I guess upset team of the this yeah, year. Yeah, because they. Play. They score a lot of points. They don't defend very well, but they score a lot of points, and their games are always close, whether yeah. they win or lose. It's like watching a Pac-12 team, yeah, or a Big it's, 12 team. It's great. To, it's probably the best football you can watch right now. Yeah, it's like, like how if your team's boring. Just watch the Seahawks. Yeah, well, my team's not boring. We, we exactly. we're zapping people. Should I now. buy a Zappy jersey? Zap zap. No, uh, buy like a cool shirt that uses his name for like a cool like. I don't know. Like a flash thir- shirt, zap. I don't know. Um, uh, no zappy jersey, zappy jersey. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, like the AFL throwback red. I had a throwback uh, Brady red jersey. That was sick With back the in the zappy. day. Um, just put a piece of duct tape over the Brady and be like, well, zappy. no, that jersey's ooh. gone forever. What you should do is just get a Brady jersey and then just put like two point Yeah, or I'll just I'll just custom put zap. On the back of it, yeah, and then people are like, oh, it's actually Zeppy. I'm like, well, no, yeah, spell it Zepp and then put an e on the end, so it's Zeppy, and then be like, hey, you spelled it wrong, man. What the? Hey, dude, you we're, just we combine names. We uh combine names. You're like, no, we're we combine names. It's uh, but, uh not weird at all, dude. As a kid, I thought having your name on the back of a like custom jersey was so cool, but I don't think I could like, yeah, I now un- I, I couldn't unironically do that. Yeah, now it's like I could never be like, I'm cr- I'm gonna go out and make a Shankleton jersey. Yeah, but if there was a player with my last name, possibly. oh yeah, hundred percent, you gotta go buy that one. But uh, yeah, that's kind of it for NFL. UFC was this weekend. Yeah, it was. Uh, UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi. Uh, so the fights came on at like 2 p.m. Uh, I wonder how actually how many people that just. Don't follow it too, too closely. Just kind of know that there's a fight going on in the weekend. Like, sat down after dinner, 6.30, 7 o'clock, turn on ESPN+, Plus, looking for the fights. And they're like, well, what the? What, did these things happen in the middle of the day? Yeah. Oh, man. Number four. He's number four. Are you kidding me? That's sick. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it does look pretty cool. Four. I am. What quarterbacks wear four? Any of them? Uh, me when I was the backup quarterback for the Fort Knox Panthers, circa 2012. Oh, and then, but yeah, so starting from the bottom, then now we'll get here. then we'll get there. Uh, Sugar Sean. Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Peter Pride Young. Pride of Ireland. Uh, Even though he's not Irish. Yeah, he just his name is just O'Malley. Yeah, so he's they're American. Like he has Ireland. face tattoos. Yeah, he claims to be Irish though. Well, he has a yeah. He he might be Irish, but he's not from Ireland. Yeah, he's no Connor. Uh, he won a split, a split decision. decision against Peter Yon, which former I think champion. Split decision should just not be allowed in fighting. Like I, I hate split decisions. Um, because I feel like, dude, like you're gonna give some guy an L 
when it was just your opinion he lost, but the guy next to you thought he won. I don't know. I feel like also the panels of judges should be more than three because that's only like a two-to-one thing when like those two people that said Sean O'Malley won could be idiots. Yeah, I wish that all main card fights were five rounds. Yeah, three a three-round fight. That fight would not have lasted five rounds, and then we would actually know who would have won. Yeah, when it, when Which I saw I it, was... think I think O'Malley would have won that in a five-round fight because that cut that Peter Yan that he cut him. Yeah, I was that was bad. I could have seen Peter Yan though doing pulling a Khabib and just ground and pound the fourth and fifth round. Yeah, but Sugar Sean looked good. Like it's not like he looked I don't, good. I don't think I just... it was unwarranted for him to win that fight. I do think Peter Peter Yan like he had more ground control, more uh, takedowns. Like the only problem is is like he didn't he didn't outstrike. Yeah, like it was as even a fight, but in different ways. Like you score like normally like in, if you're like watching UFC, you're like oh he had some takedowns, he won that round, or like oh he had like the most strikes that round, he won that round. But then it was like they both like half you would you could you could make the argument either one won every round because. Yeah, O'Malley would strike way better, but then you would see like in grappling and wrestling and things like that. Didn't Peter Yan have like six takedowns or something? Yeah, and he had like over four minutes of ground control. Yeah, and he had, yeah, he had the mo- all the control of like I think Sean O'Malley had five seconds of Which, ground control. Ground control is kind of a weird stat. It is kind of a weird stat, but when it's that because, lopsided, it's kind of clear that like one person's doing the. Yeah, but like imagine if it, like. Hypothetically, if O'Malley was a BJJ guy, like yeah, you might not be in control, like on top or like even like in control. While it's just so weird, they both bottom, like came in. He's still working, and like though. they both like came in with like different like plans of attack. Like Peter Jan's like gonna use wrestling to beat him because I'm not as good of a striker, and then Sean O'Malley's like, I'm going to use my striking to beat him. That and the reach, the reach was crazy. So, like, both came out and, like, executed what they wanted to do, and it's like, it kind of just, like, it's just like... It could have been a draw. And that one is just, which one do you value more, like, striking or, like, the wrestling aspect of UFC? Yeah. The thing is, is that Peter Yan lost his belt the same way that he could have won against O'Malley. Like, Aljamain Sterling took him down and had ground control. But Peter Yan, like I think, outstruck him. Yeah, but, Peter Yan is now he's lost three of his last four, but like in all of the four, you could almost make the argument that he won. Yeah, it's weird. He's had like two split decisions. One, like I don't even think Pete Aljamain Sterling ever actually like and like stopped him. You know what I mean? Like knockout or no? no. Or choke. Well, the first time he he got illegally kicked. Yeah, that one was okay, and they gave that to. Yeah, so really, Peter Yan has lost three of his last four when he, like, has been, like, winning low-key. Kind of. That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Peter Yan is so mad. Yeah. But, that, uh... That does suck. Go to PSAs, I guess we'll talk about yeah, talk the rest Dilla, of the fight. Dillashaw and, uh... Islam. It, no. Dillashaw fought. And he fought uh, Aljamain, certainly. Yeah, he fought Aljamain. And then Islam... Islam versus, uh... uh Oliveira. See Volkanovski hop in the ring at the end? Yeah. I like that. Actually, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I like that. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, we're back, and the dynasty's not back. And Mac Jones hates his team. Yeah, uh, this is uh, our last segment of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM for tonight. 
And um, apparently, yeah, the Bears are good. Apparently, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but the Bears' offense has just been uh really, 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 really good tonight. Uh, and the kicker, Santos, kind of all like everyone's has a bunch of yards. Khalil Herbert's got a bunch of yards. David Montgomery's got a bunch of yards. Uh, Justin Fields has a bunch of yards, and none of them passing really. Whoa, All rushing. That, no- that noise scared me. That noise scared me. Oh, the, the Mikey? Yeah. The Mikey phone? I also was reading, like, you know how the app, uh, the score? Yeah. I, they have, like, the live chat features. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling through the Bears-Patriots game, and every time I see Zappy, I always think it's my last name. Oh, you think they're all like talking about you? Well, I just like, I was like, like what's going on? Like, what is? Where Why are they all talking yeah, about? Yeah, what, what right is? Am I? Is this glitched right now? Did I uh, get canceled? Am I, am I popular? Um, uh, did I get canceled for something? I don't think I did. Yeah, even though Zappy is not the problem. Zappy is not the problem. Zappy's not the problem. It is. Uh, it's actually. It's the Patriots aren't playing bad. It's just the Bears just control Patriots the ball. defense playing bad. Yeah, but like they. Can't get off the field. Not necessarily their offense. Bailey Zappi can be doing great. Just doesn't have defense. Will give him the ball. 139 yards on nine completions. 140 passer rating. But uh, dude, he's actually insane. <laughs> like I'm gonna. He's t- been playing <laughs> for like three games. Dude, I'm gonna talk myself into Zappi as the future. I already did. The jersey's on dude. its way. Like this is the dynasty's actually imagine, going to be back. Like they benched him for Mac Jones, and then next week he just lays an egg. Yeah, that would. God, I mean, the he's, Boston. He's gonna be due. But. I hate to say it, but like that would just be hilarious because all the Boston fans would just like be like, "What? What? What's going on? Wait, what? Yeah, I thought he was good." PFT commenter uh, tweeted when Zappy came in. He's like, "Man, this is such a good story. Zappy coming in. Boston fans deserve this." <laughs> like sarcastically. That's. I feel so bad for Boston fans, bro. They, yes. uh, they like all their teams are so good and they win all the time. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, it's tough scene. For tough Boston scene fans. to be a Celtics in a. Patriots fan. I do like all the Boston teams. There's just not all of them are my favorite team. But the Patriots, dude, kind of sucks because, like, I don't I'm like just, the Celtics I'm, just because, you know, like LeBron. I'm a bandwagoner, apparently, to everybody for being a Patriots fan. Bandwagon. Bandwagoner. Kind of uh, sucks. Like, really sucked growing up. Now I just don't really care. I actually do like the, the, uh, the Celtics because they're just LeBron's kids. Yeah. And LeBron's like, kids are pretty cool. Low so. key. They're probably pretty cool as well. Um, the Red Sox are cool. Red, Red Sox. Cool. Um, I'll I'll allow it just because Terry Francona was a Red the city Sox. of Boston's dope. Never been. Me neither. Never even really been close to be honest. <laughs> Me neither. But like, it seems dope. Heard it's a little racist. Yeah, I don't like that. But like, uh, which not that cool. Come on, guys, knock it off. Yeah, knock it off. But uh, I mean. There's yeah, I don't like that at all. There's really nothing I can do to defend. Boston, Dunkin' Donuts, Tea Party, Tea Party. Do you think they have a lot of tea? Do you think they have tea parties? We're just like, let's just get together to reminisce. <laughs> <laughs> throw this stuff over the boats. Who knows? Yeah, throw, throw it off the dock. But uh, Alzheimer's Sterling, dude. Back to UFC somehow. TJ Dillashaw's shoulder came out. How many times? I don't know, but a it lot. Was- it, it was nasty. Like, it, it, you just you were just sitting there like, dude, this guy should not be fighting. And he said that his shoulder was yeah, he got he injured it. like four months ago. Yeah, he said he was basically just injured all training camp, and just like was like, I'll just fight anyways. Yeah, which was like, and I get then, it, dude, but 
at the same time, you're kind of like, you're taking a chance away from somebody else, which, I mean, that shouldn't matter to you, but like, if you're not, if if also, it's, it's going to be this big of a problem, like, it's not even worth fighting. Yeah, and, I mean... Because like, it set himself back. Yeah, there's no point in... Because uh, Aljamain's got the title right now, so why go fight for the title? Now you got to go to the back of the line. Yeah. Wait for O'Malley to get his chance. Wait for Peter Yan to probably get another chance. Now you got to go to the back of the line. Yep. It's not like your next fight's going to be back up at the... At the but, top. Where's Cody Garbrandt? Uh, he's like... Gone. Yeah, he, he might as well retire at this point. Tough. Scenes. He's like fifth or sixth, seventh, eighth. Tough. Ranked. Scenes. Uh, he's just he just like his cool his thing when he was really really good was he always just like lightning quick hands. Yeah. And like just like threw bombs and could get out of the way. Now he's just lost a little bit of a step. So like when normally someone would throw a punch and he could move out of the way like real quick, his head is just there. <laughs> and like he he is just getting teed off on. That's tough scene. But, uh, yeah, he was so, always kind of weird. I never really liked Garbrandt that much, but I wanted them to beat Dillashaw. Yeah, but so UFC 280 definitely set up a nice O'Malley, Aljamain Sterling for the belt. That's, That'll be interesting. That's definitely going to – I mean, that has to be the next fight. And then Islam Makachev wins by submission in round two against Charles Oliveira. Dominated. The one way I did not expect Islam to win is by, like, on the ground using jiu-jitsu and grappling because Charles Oliveira comes from, like, Brazil. Like, the home Sambo. of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And he is, like, known for it, black belt, all this, 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 this. And he just got destroyed. Yeah, but what Makashev and, like, all those Dagestani guys, I mean, they do Samba, which Samba is, like, jiu-jitsu, but with everything else. So, like, yeah, it, they're just it's just more of, like, it's like a better version of jiu-jitsu. They just have nothing to do. But he, he dominated Oliveira and... Every aspect of that. Yeah, fight. if you just watch, outstruck him, uh, him. I think it's made him tap. Yeah, and it was like a control. quick. He controlled like all two minutes into the second round. Yeah, he controlled the, the entire, entire fight. fight. And that's what these that's what these Dagestani guys. Because dude, man, if you just... look up Dagestan, there was like a someone did like a video when they went to Khabib's house in Dagestan and like hung out with him. Oh, there's a whole series, dude. They have nothing to do. Yeah, except for fight. And what, train. What's crazy is uh, the village that... It looks like they live in sandcastles. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, these little huts made out of, like, clay. Every, there's, no, there's no green around them. It's just, like, kind of, like, sandy, like, streets. Yeah, and mountainous. And mountainous. Nice. But the, Habib's, like, original village that he's from before he moved to, like, the capital of Dagestan of, like, 2000, there's, like, nine world champion wrestlers... From his village of 2000. Dude, I'm telling you, that's just like what they did. It's like, just like you. So basically, from what I gather from how Dagestan, from watching that video series, it's like either in Dagestan you fight and do sambo and wrestling and all that, or you like join like the local rebel militia. Yeah, well, and, and it's also like no in between. A day in the life is like wake up, pray. Yeah, pray. Be like like extremely religious. Then you go train all day, and then you do some. Then you come back and you like eat with your family and you pray, and do some more like religious type things, and then go to bed. Yeah, like there's nothing like you go like they don't have parks. It's not like you're gonna go to like you guys want to go to the putt putt course. Yeah, they don't have golf courses. It's like Sparta, dude. It really is, dude. They have (laughs) nothing over there. They can't grow crops, so it's not like they have like the best food to eat. They're really struggling over there. Yeah. And they just fight. 
It's awesome though. At the same time, like it's awesome to watch. Such a barbaric. I would hate to be there. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't think I'd last more than thirty seconds there. Yeah. But the 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 uh, like what is the word I'm looking for? Like with all the mountains and stuff, it actually is kind of beautiful out there. No, yeah, it does look beautiful, but like so isolated. I'd just be like, yo, can we like industrialize just a bit more? No, if it was industrialized, just like one step more though. Like let's get ourselves a Dollar General. (laughs) <laughs> like let's just get one like, we, don't need, we don't need Publix We don't need Whole Foods Get us a little Dollar General A little DG I'm surprised there's not one out there So they do there's They love to put them in the middle of nowhere Yeah But uh Yeah so also After that win apparently, I didn't know this But apparently Volkanovski Wants to come up to 155 Do what Connor did And get both belts So I guess that's what's lined up next For the 155 division I don't like that me and George were talking about that. Uh, Connor kind of ruined that. Like, I kind of want to see Islam just defend the belt like seven times instead of like someone bumping up and challenging him. I kind of like, like. I don't really care about the double champ as much. I kind of care about someone just running the division. I like the double champ because it's like, dude, if you're good enough to get to 145, why not just go get to 155? Yeah, but like if you think you're good of, enough for it, it kind of ruins it. the division though, because then you're gonna. Most likely drop the lighter weight belt, and then... Yeah, well, I would just say, like, like if I was, like, Connor or Volkanovski and I do get both belts, I'd just be like, hey, guys, get better. Yeah, that is I true. don't know. That is like, true. It's kind of like the biggest flex ever. Be like, I, I was... Like, you can look at all the 145 guys and be like, you guys were so bad. I had to run through you twice, and then you still all lost, so I had to go up a division and beat the best that guy. That's how bad all you are and how good I am. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest flex, I feel like, in UFC. Ortega fought Volkanovski, right? Yeah, and he lost twice. Remember the the first or- time was, like, really brutal. Remember, like, yeah. Ortega just wouldn't go down and his face was, like, all mangled? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember Ortega versus Holloway. Yeah, dude. dude. Ortega takes some damage, dude. I know. I, he's and a I, G. I feel so bad. I, like, I'm so worried about him. I really like Ortega. I root too, but I I get so worried because, dude, he really he just refuses to, like, you either have to actually like turn off his lights in his head to where like his brain doesn't work in that moment, or it has to be like a doctor stoppage. Yeah, and he's the only way that you're winning the fight. And he's like a super like off the uh, out of the cage like super genuine guy. I feel like like just really down to earth like chill dude. Yeah, and you can't same with Holloway. I like Holloway too. Even in the fourth and fifth round when you're beating like just beating him up. You have to always just be like a little cautious, cause like he'll just do like a, like he'll do like a standing guillotine. Yeah, no, he he's known for his BJJ, like his jujitsu is insane. That's, but his remember, striking's really good. Remember, he had in the second Volkanovski fight, he had Volkanovski in like a guillotine for like a solid like ten seconds, and Volkanovski somehow just like just sat there in it, and like his head went all purple, and then got out somehow. Yeah, I remember that clip. Yeah, where's Volkanovski's from Poland, right? No, he's uh, Australian. Australia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought, well, he has a... Who's from Poland? Um, There was the... There was the... The guy fire. from Poland, uh, remember his Jan? name? Uh, his name's like Yuri something, and he's in like light heavyweight. I don't know if it's the same guy you're thinking of, but he's from Poland, and he's got like the weird like braid thing coming out of the back of his head. Oh, his I thought like Yuri Bla- something. Bla- Bla- Blaskowski. Oh, Jan Blakowicz? Yeah. Yeah, he's, I don't know, one of those countries, Sweden. Yeah. So. Well, we got to uh, we gotta go. That's it, pretty <laughs> yeah, much. That's the show. UFC's awesome. 
UFC's uh, awesome. Needs to kind of be in Vegas. Or in yeah, a two o'clock start time is not no, I don't the like way it. to go, especially during Saturday with college football. Yeah, that was that was not cool. Because it's hard to convince me to go have to pay for something like a pay per view when something's free, like football. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the, the show. show. Love you guys. Love you guys. Uh, let me find the outro real quick. Let me find the outro. 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 Where are you? Outro. There it is. All right. Love you guys. Find the outro. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you are interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.